Good morning. You listen to FloridaLA.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. I'm in Austin, Texas at Mohawk's Rhinery event, and I run into Bruce Odette, the CEO of Carpet Exchange. Bruce, how you doing? Doing great, Kemp. How are you? Good. We just spoke about a quarter ago. You had been awarded Mohawk's Retailer of the Year. I wanted to catch up. Some things have um, evolved here, and the economy's a little different. We'll catch up with that in just a minute. First, though, we're at this event, and last night was a great dinner. We got to spend time with Doug Chatterton, Great Floors, Marianne Adams with Avalon, Tom Brewer with Brewer Carpet, Deb DeGraff, just to name a few. It's really neat to be with some of the strongest leaders in the business, isn't it? It's great. It's nice to catch up with old friends and nice to be around the leaders of the business. You always get ideas and great conversations going when you're with these people. I need to mention, too, that you've traveled here with your wife, Petrina, who runs the marketing in your organization, and your son, Adam, as well, right? Yeah, that's great. It's great to have your family with you on these events, and family's always been number one to me, so nice to have them along. Talking to Adam, he's not at this point in time as being a high school student, you know, grab the reins and jump in as the fourth generation in your business, but uh, hopefully we can change that over time. Yeah, that would be great. That's my uh, hope. But like I was saying yesterday, I think that if he gets to follow his passion and loves what he's doing, I'm all for that. So I don't think he's sure at this point, but we're hoping so. So just a quick reminder, you're on our top 100 list, number 25 at around $160 million in sales. The last time we interviewed, you said you're still about 54% carpet and about 30% LVP. Let's talk about this last quarter. You know, the consumer's a little less certain. So tell us how's business. It's still solid, Kemp. We're seeing the first quarter finals coming in as our second best quarter. A little better than 21 and slightly down from 22. So uh, not as good as last year. Last year was a little different in the fact that we had big backlogs from supply chain issues, uh, which pushed a lot of additional business out in the first quarter. But it's still very solid. Actually, it's your second best first quarter in the history of the company, right? That's correct. That's good to hear. When business is a little softer like this, do you do anything different? Does your RSA do anything any different? Is Patricia and marketing do anything different? Uh, how are you reacting to this little bit softer market? Uh, well, we've stayed consistent in our advertising as we have um, all these years. We don't want to change that formula. We definitely have upped our digital presence, which has increased our leads. But I think we become more focused on our quotes and making the best of ever opportunity coming in the door versus the past few years a little bit spoiled on an enormous amount of traffic uh, to where you might get a little bit complacent. So some people say RSAs can you know, be order takers in a great economy and then have to be more of a hunter mentality. Uh, are they out shaking bushes in the community more now or just you're, you're relying on your advertising? I think we do rely on our advertising, but again, we've been in the market 35 years. We have a big following and our referral network continues to drive business for us every year. So we're nurturing that, of course, and being aggressive with the leads that we do have coming in. We're hearing from some of our nationwide folks that we talk to that the market, as far as price points right now, has become somewhat bifurcated in that the low end of the market is strong and the high end of the market is strong and the middle price points are a little weaker right now. Is that what you're saying? We're not seeing that. I think our price points have 
definitely been driven up over the last five years significantly, and I think it's holding steady with that pace for us. We have a wide variety in each price point. Um, if anything, I would say our medium price point continues to grow, and then the upper end business is very solid. Let's talk about one thing real quick. I wrote an editorial in the April issue around this whole WeGar legislation that's having importers give the border their whole chain of custody to prove that they're not using the more polluted type of PVC in their LVT. And uh, that's kind of locking things down at the border. Are you feeling uh, inventory issues around that? Uh, We have not yet. I think that that is coming. To prepare for that, we've upped our inventory levels significantly, which we will be fine. But yeah, there are a lot of containers sitting at that port with an unknown status. So our best strategy, we've known about this over a month, and we really upped our inventory levels with available inventory in the U.S., I should also remind our listeners that you have made a conscious decision to go long with fewer suppliers. And uh, so that makes you important to them. And so therefore, you probably get whatever inventory they have, right? I think we have the best opportunity for that, which again, it does go back to relationships. Being important to fewer suppliers is definitely a recipe that's worked well for us. All right. So we're, as I mentioned, in Austin, Texas. And we're going to get to see yet again, because I know you and I have been doing this for quite a while, a torture test for Smart Strand. And most of us have seen this before. It was Rico the Rhino, and and now they're doing this uh, rhinery event. There's been an animal living on Smart Strand, and they're going to show us how they can clean it off, and it looks good as new. And will you tie in at point of sale to show the consumer that if this product can survive an animal living on it, that it can certainly be the right carpet for you in the house. Definitely. I mean, we were an early adopter of Smart Strand over 15 years ago. I think it's been close to 18 years. So it's been a significant part of our fiber mix for years. Um, the great news, I feel like, is Mohawk has not promoted this Smart Strand fiber in a, in a long time. So to get some excitement around that brand again and the way they're doing it, I feel like it's going to resonate with our consumer. And also, if you look at the millennials, 75% of millennials are looking for an eco-friendly option in their purchasing, which I think next to wool, this would be the most eco-friendly fiber out there in carpet today. Yeah, because 30% of the triaxta that's used to make smart strand is corn-based, right? Yeah, that's correct. Again, it's something that resonates with the millennials, which is up and coming our biggest target market and uh, will continue to be for years. Are there any challenges you're facing now as you, as you um, carry through the rest of this year? I'm pretty bullish on the rest of the year. I'm feeling like uh, with the inflation numbers that just came in, which are the lowest since 21, that we're going to see a backing off on the feds on the interest rate hikes, which again will create more movement housing market um, and you know, getting people moving around. That, that creates a lot of flooring opportunities. That's two of our stories today on, on Floor Daily. We're, we're talking about inflation being at 5% and also loan requests are up to 5%, which is good to see, right? That is amazing. Yeah, that, that definitely drives consumers through the door, no question. All right, Bruce, great to talk to you again. Thanks for spending time with our listeners. We've been talking to Bruce Odette, the CEO of Carpet Exchange, and you've been listening to Kemp Floor Daily.net.